Vision Australia Radio's listener survey is on now. What do you most like about our service? Where are you listening from? How can we improve? Share your thoughts and help shape the future of Vision Australia Radio. Plus, you'll have the chance to win one of 10 Amazon Echo Dots with Alexa. Terms and conditions apply. Visit varadio.org and click on the homepage link to take part. varadio.org Hello everyone, welcome to Talking Tech. I'm Stephen Jolly, great to have you with us wherever you're listening, perhaps through Vision Australia Radio, Associated Stations of RPH Australia or the Community Radio Network. There's also the podcast, if you haven't caught up with that yet, all you need to do is search for the two words Talking Tech and down it can all come, usually on a Tuesday afternoon just after it's been produced. Another option is to ask your Siri device or smart speaker to play Vision Australia Radio Talking Tech Podcast. Vision Australia Radio, Talking Tech Podcast. And it should all work out pretty nicely. With me, someone who can explain all the tech stuff pretty well. Vision Australia's National Advisor on Access Technology, David Woodbridge. And David, there's a very interesting piece of technology coming to Vision Australia's Vision Store. Indeed. So it has been out for a while overseas, and this is the first time we're getting it in in Australia. And effectively, it's going to be here in 2022. And I'm talking about the WeWalk Smart Cane. That's W-E-W-A-L-K, Smart Cane. So if you can imagine a handle that's quite a bit thicker than a traditional cane golf-type handle, and then you've got a, a cane that actually screws into the bottom of that handle, of course, with the tip on the bottom. And then that handle does all the magic stuff. So a couple of things that that handle actually does is it allows you to, if you like, control the WeWalk app running on your smartphone, whether that's actually an iPhone or an Android phone, because it's got this little gesture keypad just behind where the sonar type devices that you know sends out the beam and bounces back and makes it vibrate when you get an obstacle one two or three meters away except it calls it low medium and high for three meters and then what happens you can you know this might sound very familiar seven flick left and flick right to go through the menu one finger double tap to activate it and then a few other different gestures and of course when you want to activate something you can do a one finger double tap so that's you know using the smart cane with the iPhone for things like navigating, exploring what's around you, turning the sounds of the WeWalk on and off because it has some lots of really cool sounds, including this really, really over-the-top little horn. It's really, really loud and will certainly get people's attention. Um, and you can use it in both online and offline modes. And what I mean by that is that when it's connected to the iPhone or your Android phone, the touchpad allows you to, of course, like I just said, navigate the app. When it's not connected to your iPhone, which you can still use it as a, a like a straight uh, cane with obstacle detection still turned on, that that keypad basically does two functions. It allows you to check the battery of the cane itself and how much charge is left in it, and also the fact that you can actually play the horn sound. So in those situations where you're trying to get through a crowd and you think, geez, I wish I could go beep, beep. Um, well, this horn sound will definitely get people's attention. And look, it's it's a, a really nice cane to hold. Um, I believe it comes in 51 and 56 inch canes. 
Remembering that it screws onto the end of the actual handle itself. You can get an adapter to fit to existing canes. Um, I've only had mine for about five days, so I want to go on a couple of K walk just to feel like what my hand feels like after holding this. You know, it's not heavy, heavy, but it's certainly there in your hand. And I'll let you know more about it next year. We're getting official training from WeWalk in late January, early February. So, Stephen, we might even do a special episode of Talking Tech on not just the WeWalk, but other apps and smart electronic devices as well. Sounds good. I, I just want to uh, clarify, though, you, you get two lots of feedback from it. You get the tactile feedback that you normally get from a mm-hmm. cane, as yep. well as vibrations. Is that right? Correct. Yep. So rather than me having my cane and my buzz clip or my mini guide, um, it's all in one device. So I get both the tactic feedback course from the surface of the cane itself with the chip and then the obstacle detection mode, which, by the way, when you're in that offline mode, you can actually do a one finger flick up to turn the vibration motor or the obstacle detection motor on and off. So if you want to save a bit of battery when you're just going around your own common area, you can turn it off. And just remember, because this is a sonar-type device, you can point it towards the wall. Because remember the old trick, Stephen, about when when your buzz clip or your mini guide stops vibrating, that's how you know there's a gap. So if you're in the internal and you switch the mode to inside mode, which is like one meter, um, then you can, you know, simply go down the corridor and because the cane's just got a round tip in it, doesn't matter which way you actually point the handle, you can check out your doors as you pass or your, or your corridors or what I do at Stratfield Station in particular on my way to Parramatta. I point at the wall near the ramp so I can tell when to turn and go down the ramp off the station. I imagine it costs a reasonable amount. Yeah, look, it's shipping cost and the Australian dollar and XXXXX, and the price is approximately $1,300. So it's not cheap, but you are really getting a application with its own extremely good mapping system uh, built into it, the WeWalk map, uh, obstacle detection, and, of course, the fact that you've got the, the cane with it. So you're sort of getting, I guess, a three-in-a-one device. The WeWalk Smart Cane coming to the Vision Australia store very soon. I'd like to talk with you now about a website from Sony, and it sounds the kind of thing you'd be very interested in. This is actually great because one of the things that's been happening um, in the world of Sony PlayStation, so the PS4 and the PS5, is for a long time we've really wondered about what the accessibility options in the actual PlayStation are. And then number two, what sort of games are available that are not only playable by people with different disabilities beyond blind or low vision, but particularly for me in particular for blind people. So what this website does, it actually gives all the accessibility options in the PlayStation 5 in particular and across the PS4, the previous one, and then lists major games that are playable by a wide range of people. So it's extremely well done. And I like the fact now you can just go to playstation.com forward slash accessibility and there it is waiting for you. So I'm still waiting for my PS5, of course, with COVID and shipping and everything else they've been um, more rarer than hen's teeth. So hopefully in 2022, I'll finally get my hands on a PS5 because that's when the screen reader becomes available globally, not just in the United States. Tell me about the 2021 Accessibility Awards. Yeah, and this was cleverly called Now Can I Play This? And 
what it was was basically awards to a range of games so not just playstation but xbox as well and other uh, systems of play and they just outlined some of the fantastic games so i know a while ago on talking tech we mentioned the veil uh, which is an audio-only game for the Xbox, which works really well. And, of course, the famous one for the PlayStation that came out, geez, I want to say this year, but I think it might have been last year, which was The Last of Us 2, which was sort of a, a very based audio game to without verbal-type stuff going on. It had all these different sounds to let you know what was going on on the screen, if you like. So they're definitely listed there. But again, it's a great way to find out what games are accessible. And I always urge people that if you do have a console in particular, please buy these games or share them with loved ones or friends or relatives because you really also are also supporting the developers and showing that the community really wants to play these types of games. Let's talk about Siri now. She is maturing, been around over 10 years. Normally we use Siri for quite serious sorts of things, but mm. you can have a bit of fun with Siri too. You can, yeah. Look, I've got a link in the show notes for 65 different things that you can actually do with Siri. Um, and I'm actually going to play my really favourite one, Stephen, because both my granddaughter and I like to irritate my granddaughter's mum <laughs> when we play this one all the time. So here it goes. What is zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And your friends are sad because they don't exist. Oh, wow. This escalated quickly. So you've got a link to all those interesting things you can ask Siri. I do. It's just to have some fun. And, you know, what we've been through this year, every chance of having a bit of fun is a good idea. There's a phone that might be of interest to people. Indeed, and I'm actually quite excited about this one. This is called the Blind Shell 2 phone, but given the name, you might think it's only for blind people, but it's for blind and low vision people because it's got a built-in screen reader plus low vision type stuff in there as well, like larger fonts and different backgrounds such as white on black, black on white, yellow on black, etc. And it's a straightforward feature phone that's got a real keypad, no touch screen. You navigate by up and down arrows. You've got an OK button, a back button, a check notifications button, a little voice assistant button to launch apps on the side. It's got a built-in FM radio, which is actually really, really good if you plug your uh, earphones in to use them as an antenna. It's got internet radio if you've got it connected up to a Wi-Fi network. And overall, it's got about 30 different applications because in the background, of course, this thing's running probably on Android. Uh, that's why it's called the blind shell to some extent. And look, it's a really, really good phone that people do that do not want, exclamation mark, a smartphone like an iPhone or a Samsung phone. It works really well. I've had this test phone now for about six weeks and it's absolutely brilliant. So check that out when you come back from holidays next year. And the price for that is round about, I want to say about $800. So it's not a bad price at all for a custom made feature blind slash low vision phone. Where is it available? It's available from Quantum Technology or to give them their right title, Quantum Reading, Learning and Vision. So uh, if you give the friendly folks there a buzz on the phone number, which I'll have on the show notes, or I'll have a link to where you can actually purchase the Blind Shell 2 Classic Phone from, then uh, off you go, and I can guarantee you'll be very impressed by the phone itself, because I am. Excellent. Now, just before Christmas, we've had a ton of software updates come from Apple. 
I know. Uh, it's pretty overwhelming when you look at it because they have been very busy this year. So we've got the, the latest iOS 15.2, iPad OS 15.2, TV OS 15.2, and of course Apple Watch 8.3. And they've all got the latest updates, all the features are running, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, including, remember, the Apple Siri subscription model to the music. So you don't have to have a very expensive music subscription. But as I always say to people, look, this version of 15.2 is quite stable. I mean, it's a lot more stable when 15.0 came out. So you've been a bit worried about upgrading. There's no point to worry anymore. It's a really solid update. So if you've been putting it off, now is the time to update so you're ready to go for Christmas. So this is available for all the Apple devices, including the Mac? Correct. So the Mac's actually up to 12.1. And um, one thing that I've noticed about the Mac one, Stephen, it no longer says busy, 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 busy. It says either Finder or the application not responding. And I don't know what it is, but not responding sounds a lot better to me than busy, busy by voiceover. And in your Christmas tree of show notes, Mm. you've popped in some things that uh, you'd be looking at doing over Christmas time to relax. Give us a little bit of a taste of that. I do. So in particular, I've got quite a few different audio books there, including this 27-book series called The Haunting of Daniela, which is a bit of a romantic seaside ghost-type story. It sounds a bit cliche, but it's absolutely brilliant. And the other really weird one from Apple, which is the Apple TV one, which is a TV show, but you can only see really weird stuff on the screen, is called Calls. And it's all about how the universe gets randomly randomized between people on different calls. And it's just bizarre science fiction. So if you've loved the Twilight Zone, for example, you'll love this little TV series called Calls. Now, just before we go, a reminder of where people can find details of what you've been talking about in this and previous programs. Indeed. So as always, you can check out my IC website, which is davidwoodbr.podbean.com. davidwoodbr.podbean.com to write to the program. And you can write to me at Vision Australia, which of course is where I work. And that's david.woodbridge, how it sounds, at visionaustralia.org david.woodbridge at visionaustralia.org. This has been Talking Tech. With me has been Vision Australia's National Advisor on Access Technology, David Woodbridge. Happy Christmas, David. Happy Christmas to you, Stephen, and all our listeners. I'm Stephen Jolly. Happy Christmas, everyone. Stay safe. We'll talk more tech next week. See you. There's never been a better time to join the Entertainment Member Programme. Remember the entertainment book filled with vouchers? It's now a digital membership you can access on your smartphone, filled with exclusive offers on dining, travel, activities, shopping and more. Best of all, you can now choose to support Vision Australia Radio at the time of purchasing, so that 20% of the purchase price will go to supporting our essential service for people living with a print disability. Buy one for yourself or gift a friend. Then enjoy the savings whilst supporting Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org forward slash save and choose your membership now. varadio.org forward slash save, station sponsor.